Red Motivators! Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 226 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strothers, and with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Excellently, hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Hello, how are you guys? <laughs> I'm so let down sometimes. Fantastic and awesome. <laughs> um, I gotta keep you on your toes. I, I just wasn't feeling any anything today. Sorry. Dude, I get it. I get no, it. I feel it. Uh, no one put a quarter in me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, so, man, sp- speaking of music, okay, while we're talking, man, I'll just spin you a yarn. Uh, here we are. Just had the the Harley Davidson biker gig that I've talked about before on this show. The mm-hmm. light up butt plug gig. <laughs> the infamous one, yes. Yeah. Yes. We so there's two a year, okay? And June and October. And we are the well, one year, one time it was the three of the dudes in the band have this Sammy Hagar tribute. One time of the six, it was them. But for the past six, it's essentially been our band at every one. And that's no band has ever done three much less six in a row, but they love us. And we, we had the non-coveted spot this time. Of, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, normally you, what you want is the 8 PM. That's prime or eight or eight, whatever. Oh, it is. So eight. you didn't get that. We didn't No, Usually it's eight to 10. That's the one you oh, want. Oh, okay. I misheard you. Sorry. But they had this upper tier ACDC tribute band playing that dude, the singer. It sounded exactly like Brian Johnson. I don't mean, man, that's pretty damn close. I'm talking, oh my God, it's ACDC. And, really? Oh yeah, exactly like him. And, and he, he got did a, like a special gravelly voice. So that's I, like really hard to do. And he did a really good job with the Bond Scott stuff too, the older stuff. And uh, nice. the guitar player was built like Angus Young. The funny thing is, is he forgot his guitars at the hotel because he's high as could be. So he borrowed our, our <laughs> guitar players, Les Paul. <laughs> anyway, there's about 7,000 people there, okay? And they're just all mashed in. And, you know, they've, you've got your standard, the fire breathers and the strippers and the the girls who get up on stage for free and show it all off while you play and stuff. And we didn't get to start until 11 p.m. And it's like we made a point to be as set up as fast as we could to hold that crowd. And we held them. And we lit that place up, and it was one of the best gigs I've played in a long time. And I played wow. super. We are a very good large stage band. Mm. Like we would be in a, a great arena band because we use up the stage. We work it really well, and um, it was awesome, man. It was a super good time. It sucked driving the three hours to get there and back because you know I drove there played the gig and drove home and got home at like five in the morning. But dude, Mm -hmm. it was music time. Good, good stuff. Anybody got anything cool going on? Well, uh, I've been uh, busy at work, but mostly with the house too, because we finally got framers and they've been putting up walls. We got the second floor going, but these dudes like, so somehow the, the architect did the framing plan wrong for the whole design of that upstairs nice like we weren't supposed to go over the garage six feet but in this one part of the upstairs but he did so we had to scramble and get the call up the 
the guy that drew them up and like, hey, is the engineering going to be okay on this? I mean, the floor joists are in, the outside walls are in. I mean, we kind of have to go with this. And so he quickly got back to us. He gave us like four options to kind of rework it. So it ended up being kind of a happy accident. So we ended up with a bigger bathroom for the kids upstairs and like an extra closet and the kids' rooms got a little bit bigger. And it doesn't seem like it's going to cost any more in materials and lumber. And we caught it in time that the place that's, you know, designing and constructing the uh, trusses, you know, for your roof, Mm. uh, they weren't started yet. So they were able to make the alterations without like costing us a bunch of money. Cause dude, I don't know if you guys heard, but lumber is crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, what a time to build a fucking house, bro. Dude, I, because of the bank, we seven months behind, you know, and here we are. Um, but, uh, it, it, the trusses were already ridiculous. I'm going to make you cry when I tell you how much they were. So originally it was supposed to be $9,000, 14 now, Mm. but that's, you know, including the change. That was like what it was going to be regardless. The changes aren't going to change the price at all. But thank goodness we caught that before they built them because it would have cost an extra two grand. Well, I feel like uh, the person who fucked up your design would have some responsibility for some of that. There's you would a huge think, price difference. You would think. I mean, I feel like you know, it has to. That's something I always used to wonder, man. I worked in uh, like manufacturing. You know, mm-hmm. and they would have all these like fabrication machines and production lines and all that stuff. And if one of the fabrication machine operators, they're supposed to do like QA checks on their parts every mm-hmm. like 30 minutes or every so many mm-hmm. thousands of pieces. If they ran a huge batch of bad parts, they got drug tested immediately. Oh. And then they would get oh. fired if they, if they, you know, got dinged positive. But half of the engineers that work there, Designing the pro- the lines were just wake and bake artists of the finest sort, and dude, they would make <laughs> mistakes sense. that would cost way more money than that because the entire maintenance department would be ripping out pipe runs and all this stuff that we had spent Oof. like a day and a half on. Right? Oh, nothing yeah. would happen to those guys. And I'm telling you what, you would have had way more positives going that route than you would have. <laughs> You're testing the fab <laughs> operators. Dude. Well, uh, I've, I've mentioned several times here, like Cummins is very big here. Like there's a lot of, yeah, yeah. There are lots of big engine plants here. Every single worker you ever hear, like I, I talked to talk, talk stories, but then change stories about what, the, what goes on there. All of them talk shit about the engineers. Like they just, they just like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're always messing shit up and then we get in trouble for it. It's exactly what Eric just said. Like, it's just like, they walk around, do whatever they want, come in late. Nobody cares. And, and then, and then, and they never get their designs right. And then, and then we, and we make what they give us and then tell them they're wrong and they say, nah, and then they, they figure out later that it is wrong. And they're like, ah, well, it's your fault. <laughs> it's like, you know, holy shit. Dude. Well, you know what? Well, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to finish up after that change i had to go there tonight and and for everybody listening we started a little late because eric was you know hang on hang on that's we're good we're we're gonna have who got what here in a second i know i know i'm not spoiling it but um so it gave me enough time to go over to the house because they had fucked up my daughter's bedroom and added a wall that they weren't supposed to add the staircase is an inch and a half too short it's supposed to be an inch and a half wider and line up flush with this wall anyway so yeah the i gotta go meet with the poor framers tomorrow and they gotta you know cut some stuff out and redo it but anyway oh oh my god dude i was working on a walgreens in new mexico 
and it had gotten way behind. And I was, when I got there, it was very weird. Like the job site had been abandoned by most of the contractors. None of them would come back, even though their tool lock boxes were still there. And I asked the foreman what was up, and he said, "Yeah, somehow when you look at the architectural plans, the." front of the building and the back of the building apparently aren't the same width but somehow the walls are supposed to be parallel that's no good so yeah anyhow, holy shit anyhow but while we're talking about tragedy why don't we go ahead and do this <laughs> And buddy I'm going to go first. You do it. So, today we closed on our new house. Yee-hoo! And it was awesome. We went over there and started working on it straight away. The neighbors, we hit the freaking neighbor jackpot, man. They're super yeah. cool. I'd met the, no the Tokyo dad. Drift in your front yard. But yeah, nothing like that. I met the dad and one of the sons of the when we were looking at the house and getting the inspection done. And their young son, I'd say he's like 20. He's like, Well, hi folks. How are you doing? Super clean cut, super good look. He's he's got like you can see all his abs, little fucker. And uh <laughs> he's and and so I meet meet a couple of their other kids today, and they're all like you know, a lot of kids that age will not like look an adult in the eyes and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Dude, these kids are like the best and they're all super cute looking and God, they're cool. But anyway, so that's neat, right? But let me tell you what's not neat. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Did yeah. I tell you guys that my car got hit last week? Yes. Yes. Well, we verified watching the video, even though it looks like there was Vaseline smeared over the lens of Amanda's works <laughs> security camera, you can plainly see some blob, which turns out to be a, a wheel that had flown off of a vehicle driving down the road, f- fly into the parking lot, hit the little curb, leap up in the air and smash into my trunk lid. Okay. Wow. So that's definitely what happened. Mm-hmm. So good Lord. Anyhow, How's that insurance claim going? Um, I haven't gotten an estimate yet, but that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. But in the meanwhile, got to leave for that gig, the big rock gig on Friday, right? Well, Mm -hmm. on Thursday, my wife and I, it's like, you know, I got a leaking uh, uh, silcock, your outdoor faucet, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. even though I had the frost protector on it, it still froze and cracked open. So I got to replace it. So I go down there and I'm like, man, it looks kind of wet around the floor drain. What's up with this? Well, it turns out what's up with this is the floor drains backing up. Yes. And I have to leave. (laughs) So we we figured this out on Friday. I have to leave. Amanda ends up going to get a snake from Lowe's and snakes the thing out, never hits resistance. I'm like, well, that's not good. So the next day, I get home at five in the morning for, like I said, slept for just like three or four hours, got up. She went and got a 50-foot snake. I ran it down there. Finally started hitting something at, with about two foot of snake left, but still couldn't get anywhere with it. Long story short, had to call a place in. The guy, dude, he did everything. He's a hero. That's what he is. <laughs> but by the end, what it amounts to is I couldn't use my, I couldn't flush my toilets until today. Because $9,000 later, they had to dig up my front yard and <sighs> replace a section of sewer pipe. Old house or new house? Old house. And oh, I mean, here worse. I am probably at worst 60 days from being completely out from under this thing. 
It couldn't have, couldn't have lasted 60 more fucking days? Nah, couldn't have done right? it, huh? Couldn't have gone the distance. Yeah, dude, <sighs> nine grand. And I'm not going to lie. That was not money I had to spend. It was a real frowny face sort of ordeal. Yeah. But I will tell you this. You never realize how much you take certain things for granted, like being able to bathe anytime you want yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, seriously, you don't, you don't think about yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah. suddenly you can't. And it's like, well, yeah. I got to poop. Well, if I do, <laughs> stuff's going to come up in the basement. Am yeah. I willing to have human excrement down in my basement? How oh, bad do I have I to go? Oh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I would rather lose power than lose water and sewer. Dude, yeah. like, it was. Dude, I can live without power for a, a, a couple of days, but stuff's got to flush and I got to be clean. I'm sorry. It, it was a bummer, man. And so, like, my whole schedule's gotten thrown off. And whilst I have bathed at this point, I still, like, I haven't shaved or anything because I was trying to use the absolute minimum amount of water up until today. And it's like, good God. I, Dude. I feel like I've to- go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, just, I was so close. I was so yeah. close. But anyway. I feel like I've told this story before, but it's a similar situation, except it turned out in my favor, kind of, was the last house we moved out of. Uh, like the literally the day the new people moved in and all this stuff, the foundation wall in the basement caved in, like on the back side of the house, like the like the whole like a whole concrete like just like gave way behind. Like I guess there's a slow leak back there. Nobody knew about it. it. Didn't come up with an inspection or anything, and it was just slowly eroding the concrete back there. And one day it just came right through, and like it was literally the day that they moved in. Oh my but, god. But oh they had uh, they had made us like uh, pay for the that 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 insurance or whatever the home warranty the, yeah the home yeah, warranty yeah. so that paid for it so that, 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 was like, that was like one of the few times it worked out for somebody in their oh, favor wow. you know oh wow there you go I mean even though we paid for the warranty or whatever it was which is never that much because people no like, oh, I, I think, think they're under gonna... a grand aren't they yeah yeah ours was like five hundred bucks yeah I was gonna say they're usually which, around when buying a house I know five I, I know five five hundred dollars is a lot of money but when you're buying a house that's just like well this fucking add it on there yeah <laughs> you know what I mean change, like, man in the grand scheme yeah. of things it's pocket change and totally worth yeah. It. When it comes to buying a house, I mean, you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's just like, you know, whatever. But like, but yeah, like, thank God they had that because that I think they said that the fix for that was like 10 or 15 grand. Like it was something crazy like that. Yeah, Got your money's worth on that warranty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One thing that's nice, I realize who got what has descended from greatness when it was once nothing but collectibles to (laughs) sad stories of woe such as this, but. (laughs) The technician who came over, man, they're the company, they're really they did a great job. And he said, Look, you're spending a lot of money. And he he was looking for anything. He goes, Are you in mil- in the military? Are you a first responder? Yeah. I I want to get a discount on here for you, but we didn't have anything else. I'll come to your new house and scope the drain system out for free. You're like, I work dude, at a church. Does that count for yeah. something? Yeah, dude. Come on, man. I work at a church. First of all, I should require I should uh, I'm a music pastor. Do I get a discount? <laughs> I should um, qualify for like uh, uh, being too poor to do it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, that's it's what amazing I got. how many expenses come up once you start buying expensive things like houses. It's amazing how many they just they just keep cropping up everywhere. Oh, it's crazy yeah, how that dude. works. It's a lot. It's amazing. Rains and it pours. Yep. But that's all I got. No, no, no collectibles. Nothing like that. You cruiser, you get anything? Uh, 
I have something coming tomorrow. I was hoping oh. to, I was hoping it would get here today and it didn't and I was sad faced, but it'll be here tomorrow. So no, I didn't get anything. I did uh um I I don't know how you guys are with your I, I know Eric always makes jokes about his family involvements with his his, his, his in-laws and whatnot and like oh, don't move here. Uh but uh <laughs> but like uh like I said before, like the and the relationship that I have with my in-laws is like much more familial than I thought it would have been. And we, but, but we haven't really seen her that much the past year. And her brother called us up yesterday. He's like, Hey, I'm gonna come by and swim at four. Is that f- at four o'clock? I'm like, fine. Is that fine? I'm like, yeah, dude, come on over, man. Oh my God. Other people. And, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, and like two of Rachel's brothers came over and one of them brought one of their kids and one of brother's new girlfriend and stuff. And like, it was just like a, it was just nice because it was like one of those surprise nice days you weren't expecting to have. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like we expected. I mean, we were, we were we were expecting to you know go go swim with the kids and do whatever else you know and, and but like to have like a impromptu party was like pretty cool. You know, like sounds cool. It's just one of those things, man. Like like that like we don't get they they for one you don't get experience that much once you become a parent and have like real world responsibilities. But like two like after all this madness the past year, like mm-hmm. that was the first time we had, we had people with us over to swim at our house in pff, year and a half, two years. I mean, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, cause you would have opened your pool after like everything was locked down. So, Oh yeah. I mean, we still opened the pool, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was just, just us, just, just us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, if, if, my parents hadn't opened their pool early last year. I think last year would have been a lot harder than it, it ended up being just for the kids and their sanity. Yeah. I mean, we kept saying, man, like if you, if anybody wants to come over and like swim in the pool and like, like, so keep your distance or whatever, like that's, that's, that's good with me, you know? But anyways, I thought that's, that's nonsense. Anyways, Dallas, what about you? Did you get anything? I actually got something. Sweet. <laughs> kind of feel bad now. <laughs> no. I got a 10-inch Babu Frick uh, pop. Oh, you already into... had that. No, no. I have the um, – the um, I have all of them but that one and the Baby Yoda. Those are the two I didn't have. Oh, okay. Cool. And so I snagged that at a local Target uh, Sunday. Like yesterday, I just popped in. I was going to go have brunch. Um, and so I was like, oh, they're not open yet. It was like 1030 in the morning and they were open at 11 and the target's just like right down the street from the place I was having brunch at. So I just cruised in there and I'm like, oh, so worth it. It wasn't on sale or nothing. Cause I think they're normally 29 cause that's what I paid. Yeah. Yeah. That feels right? right. Yeah. Right. I, could, I haven't bought anything that expensive in so long that I, I've forgotten. <laughs> it's so funny that that's expensive to us now. Right. Like, we're such in a different like, place. Like, Normally, if we spent thirty dollars on something, that was a light fucking day, man. It was like yeah. what thirty bucks? Yeah. What you get? Nothing. Amazing, amazing <laughs> what a, a, a downturned economy and global pandemic will do to your collecting <laughs> uh, uh, will. In the but end of it, the Skywalker saga, oh, that too. I, that plays a big part of it because I'll be perfectly frank. When Book of Boba Fett comes out, I'm going to be way more excited to collect some figures from that. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, they, they, they haven't done a Phrenic yet, and they haven't done him with that new painted armor, and I, you know they're going to do it. I, I got to say, bro, you, you always must. It's Fennec Shand. Did I say Phrenic? Fennec 
Shand. You're always putting R's in there. Always. <laughs> like, I, like I get it from my dad. He does it like, like with on athletes. both names. Both Are you names. Irish? No, no. It's just uh, I'm just dumb. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta bust your balls about it because you always say it. Like well, it's Finnick. Because that's a <laughs> that's a phenomenon like in like uh where you'll have words like Sean. But you put an R in there like Sharn. Sharn. Yeah. 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 But uh yeah. Um anyhow. Well uh, wait, wait, wait. I want to say really quick. I I I never bought the uh the uh, steel book for Rise of Skywalker, and it was always something mm-hmm. that like I have all the other steel books. I for some reason just didn't get it. I don't know why. I, I think it's because it came out on Disney Plus. And like I just 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 kind of like just kind of left my brain. But you can get that thing for like 17 bucks now. The steel what? book. It's nor- normally like 30 bucks, something like 35. Wow. You know why? It's got the 4K Ultra, all that stuff on it. Because that movie's terrible. <laughs> and so you. is the Star Wars franchise. It has been ruined. I was checking into what the fandom had to say about it today. Uh-huh. And true fans, apparently, not only hate <laughs> that, but they also are busy hating on this new Indy 5. Even oh, yeah. though, oh, yeah. like, not a second of it's been made, they already hate uh-huh. it and declare that it sucks. And they're also really upset that James Mangold has melted down and turned on an entire community <laughs> viciously. <laughs> <laughs> unwarranted no provoking whatsoever did was- the did the things he said was so like ryan johnson-esque it was great like it's oh, just remi- yeah. it, 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 this reminded me of all those times where ryan just like you know fuck you fucking idiots here we go and he just it's like and his name makes some very very witty snide remark you're like yes yes i, like I think guy. my favorite one was the person to point out that kathleen kennedy's producing yeah. And like they also make the comment that you know that somebody made solo right. I can't remember who was involved with solo right. And he's like, so one movie didn't make money, but she made this, this, this. She produced this, this, this and just listed like six things. And they could have <laughs> kept going, frankly. Yeah. And the I billions was just and like billions of dollars. Lap, I was lapping that up because it was just <laughs> putting licking your palm and smacking someone right in front of you. You know, so, just uh, and. Another thing about that, right, that's so great is if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just get on Twitter for a second. You'll see it. But, yeah, it's this whole thing. I don't even know where it started, but some people were crapping on how Andy Five's going to suck and Harrison Ford's old and bleh. Well, well, in the... In the meantime, right, things get heated as they do. But when you look at all these people expressing outrage at how yet another <laughs> Lucasfilm employee, blah. And if you want to know more about my thoughts, check out my YouTube channel. Every one of them. It, it, it's yeah, like yep. the, the, everything that you needed to know about why that's happening just got said in that section of Yep. If you want to know more, check out my YouTube channel. That's the whole thing. And so, of course, yeah. now here comes the whole Last Jedi crowd again and the whole Ryan Johnson crowd again. And you see, dude, there were some epic, epic replies to the one dude who was complaining about James Mangold. He posts all these screen grabs of Mangold's tweets. And somebody, you know, jumps in and, and it's like, man, I just want to tell you to just stay in there and keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> 
of looking like a douchebag because you are crushing. It, it was so good because it snuck up on you. It's like, surprise, yeah. bitches. And I think one of them was Billy. Surprise, motherfuckers. He had a really good one, and I can't remember what it was, but it was it was pretty great, man. I was uh, – I'm, and on one hand, I want to say it's disappointing to see that another fandom is just as crappy as Star Wars, but really I think it's the same people. It is. It's not yeah. a separate fandom. It's the same fandom. Like, I know there's YouTubers out there that are quali- they create quality content, stuff that's good, stuff that you, you can just sit down and enjoy every single time. They're passionate about what they're doing. But there's something about the negative clickbait crowd that's just, they're the lowest denominator of, of media. Well, they have opinion. to be now. They have yeah, to be. They, 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 they monotonize their life that way. Like, I, I would I would have a hard time. Monetized. Monotonous. I would have a hard time waking up every day and just to that, just Dude, living my life in negativity like that. It's hard to 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 be mad all the time like that. Now, so it's just to share something with you guys. A friend of the show had messaged uh, the show on Twitter, uh, like last week or the week before, saying, "You know, I just, uh, I just don't think Twitter's for me. I, it's not really my bag. I'm going to bounce out of here." But I love you guys, and I'm like, man, you know what? I get it, but. It really hasn't been that bad lately. But no. why don't you just grit? Wait, what? Run! Run! <laughs> you run! Ma- <laughs> you made the right decision! Get out of here! Yeah, it is. It's not cool, man. It, it's not cool. But, so yeah, that's a thing. Always. What, what else is shaking up in fandom land right now? We did have some good stuff going on. We had the Bad Batch. We had a pretty dope episode of Loki. If you've not seen it, we are mm-hmm. going to talk about it. But there's also some other news like um, some Andor stuff. Oh, we, had, we had the uh, Kenobi uh screenshots of Ewan wearing like a trash bag or something over his robe <laughs> like to hide it. It was so yeah. stupid. <laughs> All the memes that came out because of it were great. He's probably yeah. naked under there. Right. <laughs> and he's just doing it to be salty. Well, I mean, I guess I guess everybody's naked under a certain amount of layers. That's true. That's, yeah, that's somewhere true. underneath there, he's definitely naked. <laughs> just how far I just thought it was hilarious. They had to like disguise him like they disguise a new model automobile, you know, that they're testing like out on the we, road. We have a pretty good idea of what Obi Wan Kenobi's gonna look like. <laughs> we know what Jedi robes look like, yo. <laughs> Not to mention we can see them under that at the thing. bottom. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like three inches at the bottom. It's so hilarious. I'm like, this like, is yep, a that, huge that, waste that of time. That checks out to what he looks like. Yep, that checks he out. He strikes me. How hot was he under that, that trash bag? Funny, you know. Though. Yeah, he'd probably do well, that what, just to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> good chance. <laughs> So, what's the word with the Cassian Andor show? You, you know, I feel like we got to be getting close to it wrapping production. Yeah. Oh, it's getting close. Um, um, but the rumors are now. Well, the first one's less a rumor because it was like brought up by an actor on um, a, a show. I forget. Wasn't it Kimmel? I, I don't remember. It, but it was. It was. It was the Elder Skarsgård, the father of all these children actors who've yeah, yes. grown up to be yes. all over in all the movies now. Um, yes. They're they're slowly taking over Hollywood like a like a like a plague. Um, but um, a beautiful plague, but a plague nonetheless. Um, they he said that he he works with 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 Forrest Whitaker uh, on on Andor, and we all know. 
if Forrest Whitaker's involved in Star Wars, he's Saw Guerrero, unless for some reason he's playing, he's like, like that, that'd be the biggest troll. Like Forrest just wanted to play right. like some creature or something. And they put, right. they put him in, you know what I mean? We've that, done our checklist with Saw Guerrero. Like, that's right, Eric, check. Cassie yeah. knows a lot. He knows they know each other. Check. <laughs> Rebellions involved. Check. You know, like, and then they doesn't come out and he's not Sagarari. He's like well, some that rando, would be, like Imperial. <laughs> that'd be like when I was talking about Mark Hamill saying he was reprising his role uh, in The Rise of Skywalker. And I said, what if it turns out that he's reprising the role of that little drunk alien that was putting <laughs> treating BB 8 like a slot machine? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to yeah. be Luke Skywalker at all. That story's <laughs> over. It'd be one of those deals. But I wonder yeah, yeah. if if he were some other character besides Saw Gerrera, if he'd still be like, Jen! <laughs> if he would do that, or if he would give up on that and go a whole nother shtick. Well, they could do it, but do it in like a, an alien language. So it's just, so you, so you still got the... <laughs> the inflection like, uh, the same, yeah. I, I, wonder yeah. If we'll see, I wonder if we'll see how he gets that like chess piece bong. That he has, you know, he's taking hits off of. Oh man, let's 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 see some chest exploding. God damn it, let's see. They call that suit the blue velvet. (laughs) If you've ever seen that movie with Dennis Hopper, man, yes, that's yeah. Uh, I usually make it a point not to miss Dennis Hopper movies, but that one. Well, now the other word was. Now I don't know the first like the uh, trail of validity on this, but hopefully it's true. That Ben Mendelsohn will be coming back as Krennic on the show, which to me just makes sense also. Oh, yeah. But anything we can do to have more Mendo, dude, sign me up. Right. Uh, And also, I mean, you have to think if Krennic's coming back, does that mean Galen Urso would? You know, like there's, and there's, and there's also, we got to have Space Jimmy Smith's in there somewhere. Like that's got to happen. Like, uh, space president Santo. What if, what if there's like, what if Vader's in there somewhere and it's, and it's, uh, uh, Hayden Christensen and he's just like, he's just like dual, dual role in it. That'd be a nice little surprise. That would be tasty. I would be all for that. That would be pretty cool. I'll tell you what would be super neat. And of course somebody would notice it right away, but if they filmed him on a green screen, and use that footage in both shows, like exactly the same, exactly the same. But just had just like dialogue. Wilhelm scream it, but a shot. Yeah, but had different dialogue <laughs> going on instead. Yeah. Dude, that would that would rule. I'm really looking I mean, forward to that show. Yeah, I mean, I was just sitting here thinking they could do lots of OT stuff. I mean, we could even bring in future seasons if they decide to do mobile. Uh, many uh, they could have Ian reprise the emperor you could have him in there for a couple scenes if you need you know like if you're gonna have Krennic, i mean have some like death star meeting and maybe like the rebellions like stopping the supply chain and they have to get that i just think that would be cool they don't have to do it but i think it'd be cool if they did well i heard hawes talking on blue harvest that he there was rumored like last year that 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 tarkin was going to make an appearance too so i mean like if if that's like all forming together. See, here, here's the thing. Like when it comes to Rogue One, I always joke around about it, how like the first three quarters of the movie always put me to sleep. Always, I always fall asleep when I watch it, and like it's just because I'm I'm a, a child, I guess. And um, uh, but that those characters that are in 
that movie are very good characters and yeah. it and it would suit them very well to be able to have a you know elongated series to, to really show their showcase their characters more without having to drive home to this point of the finale of a movie you know what i mean like, right and 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 like most of us have said the the book that came out the catalyst that came out before rogue one made made rogue one better so i keep yeah. feeling like each one of these little pieces are going to keep making the overall story of those characters and the, the lead up to getting the plans like a, a much better like really involved story and i think that's that's pretty cool and we, we might get to see cool stuff like that they mentioned in a new hope you know like with luke talking about going to the academy maybe we'll see the academy Maybe see like Bigs. Somebody could like do Bigs. That'd be kind of cool. I, they don't have to, but there's so many cool little things they could do. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think they're going to try to involve Luke because he's still going to be on the farm and Tatooine. Yeah, I guess that would be. Yeah, that'd be too close because Bigs supposedly left Tatooine what the harvest season before or something. So that'd yeah, be I like mean, after Rogue One. So that wouldn't make any sense. Like I think this is supposed to be like at least like six years before Rogue One, something ah. like that. So one thing I saw while we're talking about TV stuff is that, and I cannot remember who said it, but that um, maybe, uh, now I don't remember, but that uh, they haven't started shooting season three of The Mandalorian yet. Was that Pedro Pascal that said that? Yeah, when he was talking to Ewan McGregor. And then uh, I think it was Ming-Na Wen had said that they had wrapped shooting on the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've known that for a couple of weeks. Though. Yeah. That right there, man, I wonder how, like how much of a gap time wise between the two series will we get like airing wise? I mean, it feels like it's going to be book of Boba Fett, uh, and or Kenobi. And then season three of Mandalorian, like yeah. next, next fall or winter. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I mean, which, which, if that's the case, that means there's four sh- Star Wars shows within a year, yeah. which is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I agree. That will almost make up for being no movie. I, it actually will. It'll yeah. make up for I no mean, movie because these shows have been awesome. I was going to say, dude, the seasons of, of Mandalorian have made up for not being a movie pretty much Facts. in my mind. So, yeah. I mean. I mean, I love no, the I agree. But I've been able to have like new stuff every week for a stretch of time. And mm-hmm. I didn't even have to leave my house. So when yeah. comma win, <laughs> but, uh, so what else is going on? Star Wars TV wise? Have we missed anything? I don't think so. I mean, we, I, we covered the Kenobi thing. It's going to be good. I, yeah. I'm excited for that. Before we talk about the Bad Batch here in a minute, I want to keep talking about live action TV and talk about the season premiere of Loki. Oh, yes. And so by the time you hear this episode, there will be another episode of Loki out. But I got to tell you, it wasn't what I expected. But then I realized I wasn't sure what I expected. Mm -hmm. So anything that would have happened, I would have said it wasn't what I expected. But man... My wife wasn't sure what to think of it. And dude, she loves Marvel and she loves Loki. I loved it. I liked the shtick. I liked the approach. I liked the supporting cast. There's a couple of clunky actors in there, but uh, yeah. overall, man, dang. And really? Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. I heard a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, uh, Tom Hiddleston's great, man. In that role, he excels. And I think Loki's a cool character. I like his snarkiness. I like basically everything about him. And I watched the episode, I think, three times now. Wow. And it's a home run for me. But what do you guys mm-hmm. make of it? it I've, I ashamedly fell asleep like after like the first 15 minutes that I watched it the first time. Cause I was, I started watching like, I like 1030 and like, okay. I had only, only had like three hours of sleep the day before. And like, it, and it starts off kind of slow. Like you're just kind of like, you're, you're explaining what's going on. I mean, it, it, it's the episode itself overall is kind of slow. They're, they're, they got, they got, they got to explain this world they're creating, you know, but like, yeah. but like, so I'm watching it and like, I feel myself dozing. I'm like, no, 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 stay up. You got to watch this. And then like, I fell asleep and then, but then like the next day, like I watched it like all the way through and really enjoyed it. And it's, um, it's, it's the interesting thing. The, the Obviously the most interesting part of it for me is when, is when, um, I'm, uh, Owen Wilson, I forget, I forget what his character's name is, but Owen Wilson showed Loki like his entire Morbius. future. What is it? Morbius. Morbius? Mobius. Mobius, Mobius, sorry, because he's, like he's like a adding R's again. <laughs> he's like a he's like a Mobius strip, you know. Yeah, which okay. is the if you take a piece of paper and a strip and you cut it and flip it over and hook it back together, you draw a pencil line down the middle of it. It goes all the way around, <laughs> right? I I, I didn't know that. So it's thanks. one big circle. World yeah. keeps on spinning. <laughs> but uh, the most interesting part, obviously, for me is is. When 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 he shows him isn't basically basically his future, and then Loki breaks away, comes back and watches the rest of his future till his death. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and like and like you forget. It's so easy to forget because we were so up in Endgame. This is way back, you know. You know, it starts off and shows us that he's in the past, but you just it just you're just so used to so used to Loki knowing all this shit, and then like. He had to go back and watch his, his mother die, his father die, mm-hmm. like himself die, like go through all the struggles with Thanos, like have emotional moments with his brother, like all kinds of like it it did that was such a good acting moment by Tom Hiddleston. Like it was very, very good. And like and so much so that it got it got memed like five different ways immediately and got shoved all over the place for all different reasons. Like it's just it's very well done. I like the atmosphere they're setting up. It it um uh, I think Owen Wilson is a perfect, like, uh, additional character to the show. Like, he's really he. I like how he never like like Loki's always got everyone, everyone like gets gets made a fool of. Like, you know, he he's he always has this very pompous attitude that like you will fucking bow to me. I'm the guy, you know, I'm a god. And like this guy is just like man, I I understand that, but like. But why? <laughs> it's just like, you know, why do you want to do these things? Like, I'm trying to understand you, man. I want to know what's inside you. And uh, and in the reveal at the end of the episode that who they were who, who they were trying to, to hunt was like, whoa, I didn't, didn't see that little bit coming. But I, guess, I, I guess I should have. That it was but, himself. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so you hit something on the head there, okay, with the acting. Just the physical acting he did watching mm-hmm. that video and seeing mm-hmm. himself when they focused in on his face as he's watching himself be killed it that was masterful 
it was masterful. But as far as like character development goes, when they had the moment where he finally admits whether or not he takes pleasure in killing people and why he does what he does. And it's because he admits he's weak. And that mm. basically he's saying my outlandish behavior is to try to d- disguise the fact that I'm weak. And that is a very tough internal realization that I think quite honestly is incredibly common. Most people's outlandish behavior is typically based in like even people who come across as pompous as can be are typically very insecure. Bully mentality. Yeah. They may not Mm -hmm. even themselves realize they're insecure, but there's, there's usually a lot of insecurity rooted in that. And to have this character admit that I think is pretty great. And now one thing, we had seen the trailer and all of that. I didn't realize that the whole variant thing, I was thinking that was, okay, they need Loki for something. They went back and plucked him out of time. And now he's a variant because of that. But the fact that just this group has decided, here is what is supposed to happen. Mm. And when it doesn't happen, because people have free will, mm-hmm. when it doesn't happen and they're like, nope, not around here you don't and they <laughs> go into we have deemed your actions unfavorable i just dude there's a lot of really weighty uh implications to that but dallas what do you think of the show overall man first off <clears throat> excuse me if they had released this before wandavision and winter soldier and the falcon i would be super disappointed with those shows for me personally because I was already excited for this, but it exceeded all of my expectations. I've mentioned this on the show a long time ago, but my uncle had an extensive comic book collection from the 70s Marvel stuff. So the TVA falls into that 80s, 70s like arcs that I was reading back then. And I loved how they plucked... Like Morbius is like basically, or Mobius, sorry, Morbius, uh, <laughs> Mobius. Uh, now we we love you, that. Dallas. I know, I know. Um, he's like down to the art. Like if you go look up what the character looks like, like uh, except for the hair color, like the mustache, like his mannerisms and everything is it's exactly, dude, yeah. yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what Owen Wilson playing him. I just. It just felt just like reading the comic books as a kid all over again. But a couple things I you guys didn't point out that I loved. I love when Loki has escaped the room that he's been like interrogated by Owen Wilson in. And he goes in there to get the – he gets with that guy that just works there. And that yeah. dude's been in a few things. And he speaking of like – he was a little clunky, but he's kind of funny at the same time. He's he done a couple – He was in The Mandalorian. He, yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he was in The Mandalorian. That's farmers. right. Yes, yes, that's where I saw him. I knew that sex was on another the place. That something. Yeah, sex on the shrimp. So mm. anyway, I just love when they, they, <laughs> they, they open that drawer and there's like all these infinity stones and there's just like no big deal. Like They're paperweights. Nothing. They're paperweights. Yeah. We use them as paperweights. And he's just kind of crushed because he yeah. has no powers. Like that was kind of along with what you were saying, you know, when he's like yeah. kind of leading up to seeing the film by himself. And, and how cool was the aesthetic of the TVA? I love that they kept that 70s vibe from the comic books, like with the little recording tape machines that were doing holograms, but they were still like tape players and like did cool you, like did, chairs and 70s TVs and stuff. 
Did you notice what the, what what Owen Wilson was drinking? No. It was fucking Josta. Do you remember Josta? No. It was Josta Josta was Josta came out like the same time as like Surge did. And we never got it here. You never get Eric, you no. know what I'm talking about? It sounds familiar. Josta, it, it, like the original label had kind of like a panther on it or something, and they kind of changed it. It was like a Fago of, of Surge. Like, like the, it, it was a weird, it's a weird flavored cola. It's a weird one. Hmm. I, I'm like, fucking Josta? Where did they pull <laughs> that shit out of? Like, did, did they go on eBay and buy these cans and put something in it that almost could actually drink? It's not from the late 90s. <laughs> He but seems like, like a crazy enough bastard to drink something from the late nineties that's been yeah. in the can the whole time. I just it just it was so weird. Like Josta? <laughs> yeah. I, but, I mean, just overall I love the vibe of how it kind of continued that Guardians vibe with the, you know, Thor Ragnarok vibe. Like he was definitely in that Thor Ragnarok Loki vein. And I loved everything about it. It was great. Dude. Just the, just them playing off each other, Owen Wilson and him. It just oh, it's so good. And you know, Owen Wilson can be annoying when he does a role, but his like mannerism mannerisms were like perfect for the show. They 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 balance Tom's very well. It yeah. was very but like I I once again like Marvel the fact that Marvel even entertained the idea or or I actually went through with letting James Gunn go. And then, and then, and then realized they fucked up and brought him back again. Like they should feel ashamed because, like, they owe so much to their oh. aesthetic because of James Gunn. Like they, mm-hmm. when, when when he made Guardians, the whole fucking thing changed. Like Agreed. the whole look, everything. I mean, that allowed Taika Waititi to come in and do his thing with Thor. Like that, that really paved a way for that kind of wacky vision, and really, which really helped make it more like a comic book, you know. Right. And and it, and now we got, and now we get shit like this. I we we never would have got this aesthetic b- b- before Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy, even though it's different aesthetics. It's just the fact that they're willing to let them play with a different feel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like before before that, all the Marvel movies had this very like systematic, like kind of f- overall same feel to it. That that was cool because like, oh man, crazy. But then like when James Gunn came in, it made the whole thing f- like fun, yes, and and energizing and like thrilling to look at. And like, man, he saved he saved him. I think he didn't say you agree. know what I mean. I don't know if he saved him, but like he like but- we reinvigorated that whole franchise uh, yeah he he breathed life into it when it didn't need life breathed into it and then after it's happened you're like oh i wish they had i'm glad they didn't do anything different you know what i mean because that those films coming in and and his style allowed comic book movies to break away from the serious nature because sometimes captain america movies are a little too serious for me personally so it's nice to have these like wacky ones like Doctor Strange and these and, you know, and it, 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 you're right. They could never pull the show off if James Gunn hadn't done what he did. Yeah. Or WandaVision or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, just, it, it made them realize that they can do this with these, with these movies and shows and we'll still watch it, which is very cool. Yeah. I'm excited for the show, man. Do you think we'll get to see these timekeepers? Yes. I'm excited well, I mean, for that. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's all feeding in to that Doctor Strange movie, obviously. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and they even, they even like 
they alluded to the multiverse of madness in WandaVision at the very end, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and 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 they've and they've and they've even like alluded to it in Loki, but like they flipped the wording of it around. They're like the the madness multiverse or something like that, some kind of like that, like the, the madness timeline yeah. or something. You have the like, sacred like, timeline, and you have the uh, what did they call it? Madness. But like. It, it, there's something about madness. They they very clearly yeah. put the words in there for a reason, and like it's 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 kind of crazy how it, it definitely feels like all of this stuff is feeding right into uh, Doctor Strange and probably the next Ant Man movie, and you know yeah. stuff stuff like that where they're we're working on they're trying to fix all the the shit they did with Endgame, you know, <laughs> in in uh in and and uh, Captain America going back and living his best life with Peggy and whatever implications that probably had and everything yeah, else, yeah. you know. So yeah, was he supposed to do that? Is well, he they said he was. That I think the everything that happened in Endgame they said was supposed to happen, except for Loki getting the Tesseract and leaving. Right, yeah. that was the one thing that because they said the Avengers were supposed to do what they did. Yeah. How about uh, Loki being the bad guy too? He's going to be going after himself. What a great concept! One, one, yeah, that's very cool. But I want to go back just really quick, and we can move on to that that heaviness you were talking about, Eric, mm-hmm. about 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 like the weighty shit of this. When Owen Wilson was trying to like really break into Loki's psyche, and he 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 kept saying, he goes, "You're not who you think you are. You're not the king. You're not this. You're not anything. All you are." You are only here. Your whole purpose is is to bring out the best in others. That's the only that's the only reason why you matter. Like it was going and it like like real. Remember that moment? Like when he like was yeah. really just like bashing him into the ground. Uh-huh. Like that was that was some like for one, I some very great acting on Wilson that I didn't see coming. And two, Tom reacting to it like it like those those kind of weighty discussions are like they have to really be involving the right people because it, it could get it, it could sound kind of it, it could get kind of maybe corny with with the wrong response you know what i mean but yeah. like the way they pulled that off and we, where you could see it kind of click in his head then he ran off and did his whole thing and came back it was like you know what you're right you're right you're fucking right <laughs> you're right <laughs> you know it's it i love it man i i can't wait to see what, what comes next so, yeah, I'm real stoked on it. Hopefully, Amanda will will like grab onto it and and love it too. I mean, she didn't dislike it. She said, "I'll definitely watch it," but it didn't strike a chord with her the way I hoped it would. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, not everything's going to. At least she's not on Twitter screaming about it. So right, <laughs> right. Yeah, she just Being screamed like at you, just a normal person. Night. Eric, I can't believe they did this. Why well, did they do that? They ruined Marvel. <laughs> If she ever Kathleen did that, Kennedy? man, I would. I know it was you. If she ever comes in sure and starts call. screaming at me, hashtag not my Loki, I think that'll be, that might be the end of it right there. <laughs> not my Marvel. Yeah. I uh, I don't funny. know what I would do with that except probably kick her out and change all the locks. But, you know, not that just that. Nothing too extreme or anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> There's, they, we said this is going to be six episodes, right? Yes, yep. and they're about fifty minutes each, including the uh, yeah. uh, twenty minutes of credits. Yeah, credits. That's what I was looking for. Now, one thing that I liked, I guess, I, you know, that you always wonder: is there going to be a post-credit scene in the Marvel stuff? Because it is Marvel, after all. 
Yes. And you run it all the way down to the end, and there's a voice line that's just a reprisal of a line spoken in the show itself. But it's like, well, at least I stayed here all this time and watched it. So I can't remember what line it is that they said. I don't, but I, I don't know what he said either. It was one of the the women that said something to him. But, uh, you know, bef- before I forget, the, the comedic part of the whole take a ticket, there's nobody here, I'm not taking one, and the guy <laughs> oh, getting disintegrated, yeah. and then him reaching in his pocket and oh. yanking that ticket out, that was very, <laughs> that was very like, cute. I loved the timing of him trying to get it out, too, because he struggled a little bit to get it. <laughs> he was, just, like, nervously sticking his hand in the... <laughs> It gave Don't me the same. Me. It gave me the same energy whenever uh, Stan Lee was getting ready to cut uh, Thor's hair. He's like, he's like, sure, you shall not cut my hair. And then, like, as soon as, as soon as like it was coming up, he's like, please, sir, please, please, don't hurt my hair. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it, it had that same that same vibe to it. Like, he came up with all yeah. cocky. He's like, oh shit, he yeah. just got fucking disintegrated. Where's that ticket? <laughs> yeah, that was very good. Uh, hopefully, I mean, it with six episodes. I think it's going to be there and gone before you know it. I mean, good Lord, it seems like the summer's already flying past and we're just getting into it. But will Loki be part of the Doctor Strange movie? Or is Loki's story just finished once we get past this? You know, because he did get killed. I I kind of think this has something to do with it. It it all depends on whether or not Loki or his variant, his other variant of himself, like screw up what the timekeepers have been doing. Cause one of them's obviously the other one. I have a feeling the other one is not a big fan of what the timekeepers are doing. Obviously. Cause he keeps killing all of his minions, uh, killing, killing, killing all, all, all of, all of their minions, officers, whatever you want to call them. Like, so uh, I'm assuming he's going to have a big problem with them. Um, that, which could lead like I said, to the multiverse of madness, you know, where it's all over the place. If that's the case, we might see several Lokis in Doctor Strange. That'd be crazy. You know what I mean? Like all over the place. He's going to track them all down. (laughs) What would be great is to see Loki just come unglued, like just completely unhinged. Yes, yes. And be just the absolute at his worst, especially if it's against his own self. Yeah. Where both of them have to be off their rockers you know he'll have he'll have to like fully drop his facade he has on all the time he has to really like become him become who he is well i would also like to see that once it's done that he goes through the um the time peoples and just starts mopping up those people (laughs) too it's like who do you think you are yeah (laughs) yeah that would be pretty great too because you gotta figure man i I th- there's a lot of buttholery in what those people do. Yeah. But, you know, because even now, I'm just going to throw this out there, and I know everybody's like, oh, here we go. He's going to talk about Jesus. <laughs> but even one of the tenets of Christianity is that God gave you a free will. Yeah. That's why. That, that, it that's why, you so much. That's why that, you know, the world sucks is because people have a free will. <laughs> And, uh, you know, but not here. You sound like Loki now. Not among these people. Nope. <laughs> no free will here. You, This is what you were supposed to do. <laughs> you you sound like Loki at the beginning of that episode 
where he was where he was going where he basically basically repeating what he was saying in the first Avengers movie, which is the the biggest like stain on humanity was the was the was the first breath of freedom or the thought of freedom. Yeah, free, free of choice. Yeah, yeah. Dude, know? that was a pretty great little uh, um, monologue he had there in this <laughs> yeah. episode. I very much liked it. He had in that stretch some amazing, very quotable quotes, uh, none of which I remember verbatim. But that was really cool. I, I dug how Owen Wilson pointed out that he collected an eyeball in Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get an eyeball, that's for sure. He's like, he's like, he's like, look at you, you're enjoying this. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, good but, stuff, man. I'm excited yeah. to see the rest of these episodes. Now, what is what Marvel show is after this? Um, I think it's She Hulk, maybe. Yeah, She Hulk. Yeah, or is it the Miss Marvel? Shen Chi is like a movie. Not That's a, a movie. Show. That's a movie. Yeah, okay. but not but Ms. Marvel is a is a is a show, I believe. Yes. And, and I then, bet that comes out after Marvel, the Marvels, Captain Marvel too. She Hulk, and then there's there's something else i can't remember what it was i i i know there's there's something with nick fury but i don't i i think that's that my i don't know if that's animated or live action though and um which 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 is the um uh, is it the secret wars i i i'm really i'm really bad about all this stuff Same. it might be this it it might be the secret wars i mean they they announced so much shit that one time but like i can't remember if it's going to be animated or not i'm trying to think there's is that is 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 that is the Moon Knight thing Oscar Isaac doing? Is that a show or a movie? Moon that Knight, I don't I think, know. I think Moon Knight is a show. Mm. I could be wrong. I'm like sixty percent sure. Well, Oscar Isaac has done both mediums, so he could pull it off no problem. I just I just didn't. He could pull off my pants if he asked. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> Won't even struggle. I'll pretend to, but I won't. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's an audience, I'll act like I'm fighting. But I'm not fight. <laughs> no, don't stop. Wait, please, no. Oh. Yeah. But anyways. Um, anyways, what we got we got left with a bad batch. Bad batch, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. What was the name of the episode? Anybody got it? Anybody got it? It was mm. Battle Scars. Oh, I think you might be right, man. Oh, man. Is either Battle Scars or Battle Scarred? One of the two. Battle Scars or Battle Scarred, right? Yeah. Well, I just watched it again today, so it's a little fresh. Yeah, okay. So this episode, number one, again, people, and I, I'm going to say this every time, just so that we're 100% clear, we are talking about it. So if you're going to get spoiled and you don't want to, step aside, because we are talking about this episode. But you've and, had a week to watch it, so it's your yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No sympathy here. We're terrible people. <laughs> yeah, so, F you, bro. Yeah, I tell you what, <laughs> some bitch. Um, in this particular episode, you know, leading up to it, we had, um, I can't remember who all did it, but Kevin Kiner was one of them. Talking about getting, oh, so many emotions in this week's Bad Batch episode, weepy face. And I can't remember who else. And so obviously uh, one we're of the publicists, I think we're expecting the worst. And then I yeah, see somebody's somebody, gonna die. somebody that is kind of typically in the know 
tweets something along the lines of, I think we're going to lose Hunter this week. And I'm thinking, boo on that. So I go right. into this thing with much trepidation. And yeah, when when all this started happening, and you see Hunter, or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Wrecker is who they said they think we're going to lose, I think. Because I assumed it'd be Wrecker. Anyway, maybe that's who they said. Regardless, when you see him start to flip out, and you see him turn on Omega, and her fear of it, but also just the hurt. Her ability to encapsulate that and understand 100% that it wasn't his fault. It was pretty amazing. Pretty mature. And uh, I really did, I know we've talked about this, I expected this to be the methodology with which they would get Rex back into the show. Or into the show, whether or not he'll be around. all of these things, I guess the scanning of the chip is what like sent him into overdrive on that. You think it like activated yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was the missing piece to why it didn't function. Initially. It wasn't even that they, they hadn't even scanned it yet. They were getting ready to scan it. Like they were like, they were like in the process of getting like, I guess just the, the frequency of the machine, like really uh-huh. like. Yeah. Yeah, they do show that that screenshot though where they show the chip on the screen. Cuz yeah, what's his face says Yeah. It, they they do scan it before he goes oh, crazy. I, I, maybe you're right, yeah. Yeah, cuz they show like the chip in his head and the little red dot and everything and then he, like as soon as they do that it yeah, just like all of you are in violation of order 66. Yeah. Dude, that was such a good scene though, man. It, it was, was so like I, I didn't think Omega was going to make it and I knew she was going to make it. You know what I mean? They're not going to yeah. kill her off, but at the same time I was worried about it. Yeah. I, I I have a feeling whether or not they ever showcase it or whatever, it's probably always going to be a part of my head canon. Like Eric, what you were describing how Omega handled the situation and all that stuff. I have a feeling that besides being like a medical assistant, one of her traits were, was, was to be a comfort to like, like, the clones of they're getting operations or worked on or something like that. I was just thinking she's like a therapy clone a little bit. Right. Like I was thinking because she spent all that time in the medical, like that's how she knew to compartmentalize that it wasn't him attacking her. Yeah. I liked that the way she talked to Rex and said, you're a gen one. And how yeah. you know all the lines on your face? Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh that hurts. God. You old, Rex. You yeah. old. You but look, it was cool look. at the same time that they're like acknowledging that she's acknowledging that he's an original. Yeah. But let You're me no ask G, you, man. Let me ask you guys this. I haven't gone back to watch. But, you know, on Camino, they're cloners. They have long been cloners. That's what they do. Did they specifically say that Omega is a clone of the same genetic material that the rest of the clones are is she a Django fat clone or is she a clone of somebody completely unrelated and we've all just assumed she's one of those clones they haven't really clarified as far as i can tell like they've kind of hinted that she's like part of the bad batch she's like a uh, you know one of these failed like a deviant clones, but clone yeah but at the same time you kind of get the feeling that she was a planned deviant like this is how they were going to move on, you know, you know, plan variation, I should say, not but, deviant. But what I'm saying is, I mean, surely they 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 had plainly cloned other things before they started cloning this army for the the Grand Republic. So, yeah. is she a clone of somebody else? 
I, I, I think she's just a modified version of the genetic code. I think, I think that, yeah. I think if you go back to some of the earlier episodes, they're, they're, the cloners are speaking about the, uh, the, the degradation of the, of the original line of the original line of code. So maybe they're, they were trying something to boost it. You know what I mean? Like and, making uh, the clones female instead of male. Like yeah. that's, that, that's kind of adds some sense to if it was, cause I remember them having that speech, how the original DNA chain was like thinning out. Yeah. So I, I just wonder if she's like an experiment. And again, yeah. I can't help but wonder. Wouldn't it be more like printing a file than making photocopies of a printed sheet of paper? You know what I mean? I, I couldn't tell you, man. I well, mean, apparently it's like can... making photocopies or else it wouldn't be a deal. I mean, it. I mean, any copy after the original the original document is a is is a is a degradation of the original. So well, I mean but, like right, but I'm saying if you have a file and you pull that file up and say I want 10 copies of this please. All 10 copies are going to be just as good as any of the others. And then 6 months later you open that same file again in Word or whatever and you're like yeah. I would like 10 copies please. Those 10 copies are going to be exactly the same and just as but, equal as the first 10. But just like a uh, a file can become corrupted or partially corrupted, maybe that can also be pay face with uh with with genetic material. We have no idea. Or, or, no or idea. maybe the original host material got used up in the first few batches, and they've just been copying a copy. So yeah. they've taken like a Gen One clone and cloned a Gen One clone, and now we've cloned a Gen Two clone. Made modifications, like, exactly. Yeah. So now, now we're what? like we're almost out of material. So now we've got to make female versions of the clones. It's more like a photocopy than it is printing a fresh one off the thing. Yes, that's yes. that's like, my question. You lost the original, or you used it all up, and now you're copying copies. Well, speak because because I because ha- I don't know about you, but from the way they were speaking about Attack of the Clones, the reason why he kept going back because they needed fresh material. And you know what I mean? Like, cause he, yeah, he kept he going back out there. there cause they were always borrowing from him. Yeah. And so he's been gone for 10 plus years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He did get well, iced on there's some real loopholes and all that. That's it's star Wars, baby. But <laughs> well, I just assume that probably at this it's point, the emperor is going to come back and, uh, <laughs> yeah. It would be interesting if somehow she was like a variant of like I know that was the whole deal before, but like it was if she was like a variant of like like a spliced genetic code of Django and the Emperor, that would be an interesting thing if they did that. But like I don't know, they're really and I they're I mean I think she definitely has some similar features to them, and and she also like you know it's I I don't mean that the put it in a box but she's got the 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 new zealand accent and all yeah, that stuff Kiwi like accent. yeah so like i don't know May, maybe maybe i'm wrong there but like i think that the, there's a strong implication that she is for sure but that's true I, I, however your accent does not come from your dna it's that's nature that's not nature it's nurture you then why I mean? do they all have it that that's a good question but that's just not how it works 
Maybe yeah. just on Camino, you know, if you get cloned, you have a Kiwi accent after the. It, yeah, well, that's just yeah. But, but I'm telling you right now, if you have a baby born in France and an American couple adopts it, guess what? It's not going to have a, a French, French accent. accent. But however, I will say this: I I I know I've told this story on this show, but I went to to college with this dude my freshman year. He's from Chicago. His name was Mike Guzman. No, De Guzman. And his parents ah. were Filipino. And he was like the first Amer- one born in America from his family. And he learned how to speak. He couldn't speak uh, Filipino at all. Tagalog. Is that what it's called? Yeah. He couldn't speak their language, He, but he learned English from them. So he totally had an accent, even though yeah. the only language he spoke was English. And he constantly would say, oh, how you say... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and he would rip on me for sounding like a hillbilly because buddy i had an accent then i have a bit of one still but dude woof, night and day oh but, we uh, can tell it's something you're trying to tamper down we can we can hear you fighting it back yeah yeah i do <laughs> i do i'm like Rekka trying to fight back that that thing um but okay so let's cut to the whole thing everything's done they've got the thing out of him he wakes up and he's uh he says ask the horse why the long face and um the way he apologizes to her is very sweet and the way yes. she lets him off the hook is also very sweet yeah i like that quite a bit yeah there was it no was a, way they were they, there was no way they were throwing away that connection oh yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. It, it, it was a nice little bow on top of that little story arc they'd been building up with his headaches and shit, you know, telegraphing it for several episodes. Yeah. Now I'm glad that they went ahead and cut to the chase and pulled yeah. the trigger Amen. on it instead of Thank keeping you. it going. Yes. Be- because I could see where that would start to wear thin depending on how they approached it. But Agreed. yeah, I, um, so yeah. so 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 we so we know now that that was Rex and the hologram, right? That's yes. my assumption. Yes, yeah. I would assume that was. I him. mean, he 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 had said he'd spoken with the Martez sisters and and all that stuff. So like, and that, that that's that's how that's where he that's how I knew where to find them and stuff. So I assume that's what it has to be him. Um, speaking of the Martez sisters, did I mention my daughter got her haircut just like Rafa? Really? Yeah, she saw the show and she's like, "I want that." Hair. And she went and got it done. It looks great on her. Often wow, post a picture on Twitter. Cool. It looks good. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. You better make sure you keep Malik off to the side because Raj will be like, "Hey, Malik, <laughs> I know you're only a little guy right now, but listen up." And she's almost twelve. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Will you wait for me?" Of course, <laughs> he can't. Wait for- he can't talk that well. But I mean. That's a thing, older women, younger guys now. So, I mean, when she's 30, if she's still single, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. That Malik is a cute kid. We're talking about he Araj Dilat Shahi, the host of The Sith List, his child. Beautiful boy. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I got to hang out with him and Malik in California like a couple months ago. We had he he told great. me about that. Um, he yeah, said you fun. were a bigger baby than Malik was, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> but, he kept uh, crying. Jeez. Um, no, we had fun. We, we we went near Lorena's work, and it's just a cool little college town, man. It was just so fun. You could just walk around. There's all these cool shops. We went into like comic book shop. I bought Ainsley that book, and 
it was a good time, man. It was just fun. It, Roger's just such a good dude. He, you know what, man? He is a great dude. And I mean, I, yeah. I, I give him a lot of grief. I like teasing him quite a bit, but he is, he is a genuinely good person. And the amount of work that he puts into the Sith list is nothing short of astounding. Yeah. But, and uh, congrats on him. Him and Lorena, they're doing a new house or something like that, right? Them yeah. Too. Everybody's getting houses. <laughs> Everybody's moving. Everybody's yeah. moving. Cruiser, you prematurely Tom, Tom moved. Tom just moved. You're yeah, you're, Tom, you're buying. A, you're building a house. Eric just bought a house. Yeah, I think Steve's getting ready to move. Claire Roger's just moved moving. to California from uh, Chicago. Cruiser Noah started moved. the trend, man. He yeah, was just man. Ahead you of his started time. it all, man. He's an innovator. Uh, can I three say? years ago? Who would have thunk it? An innovator. <laughs> but yeah, I'm the first one to ever buy a house. That's me. Yep, the first person <laughs> ever of all time. Yep. But. Okay, so with the Bad Batch, we're halfway through, right? Was that episode mm-hmm. eight? Or was that, that episode was seven. nine? Seven. So we have 16. So Loki will be over before Bad Batch is over. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm really digging the show. Again, I can't, I can't stress that enough. I mentioned something about the kids not being as into it as I thought. And Henry's like, I'm into it. I'm into it. He was yelling I like it. when I said it. <laughs> You shut your mouth, old man. Like, <laughs> I love uh, it. Speaking of Henry Put yelling at home. me, today <laughs> he tells me we were in the drive through of McDonald's and I was catering to his every whim. So why he had issues with me, I don't even remember how we got here. But he says, I'm going to rip that chair out of where it is and throw it into space where there's no air with you in it. <laughs> I was like, what? Jesus Christ, the amount of confidence he said that with. I'm like, I think he might know how to do it. <laughs> Is he the Hulk and we didn't know? Dude, I didn't know what I was I was scared for my life. I was terrified. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah, dude. That kid is like it's funny how he can be so sweet. And then he says something like that. And I know how smart he is. I see him in there tinkering with his Lego pieces all the time. I'm like, he's going to do it. <laughs> he's going to do it. He he's is going to do it. He's building a rocket right now. <laughs> yep. He's going to strap me to it. Yeah. And Set unlike that moon. flat earther that killed himself, it'll probably work out. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'll like use actual science. <laughs> um, Eric, I got a quick, I got a quick uh, six-year-old question. Um, is your son... Has he started to gain a fascination with uh, uh, body parts? <laughs> oh, you mean like, hey, there's my wiener. That's neat. Yeah. No, 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 no. Other people's body parts. Oh, hey, there's boobies. Let's see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I went not really. That. Uh, he definitely thinks certain women are very good looking, mm-hmm. and he's not sure like what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, my, I swear every night, um, right, 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 right. He goes to bed. Start to become a, start to become a, a tradition. He has a conversation with my wife about how seeing uh, uh, a girl's chests made him feel funny because because <laughs> like he's because he's going to he's going to to a, a day camp. Every day, uh, uh-huh. and it's at it's at a it's at a it's at a, 
a park. Um, it's called Sarah Land, and they they have a pool. They go to a pool every day, and there's lifeguards and all that stuff. And girls running around in their bathing suits and whatever. And he's just like he's just like full of all kinds of confusion right now. He's like that makes me that makes me feel funny. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess uh, I guess we understand you. Well, and, that and, that doesn't go away because London had that problem, and now I get texts from him when he was in California the other week with my yeah. wife. He's like. Hey dad, we're at the <laughs> beach and there's all kinds of awesome looking dump trucks with just ugly bros, <laughs> boyfriends. I, I mean, I could be out here mopping up. And I'm like, why aren't you? Dump trucks. Jesus dump Christ. trucks. And, and, and I had to look it up because at first I thought it was like you know what a, dump truck a derogatory was? thing, but apparently it's a good thing. Oh yeah, it's it's just a, just a girl, a girl, it's just a, a big ass is what it is. It's a big ass for everybody yeah. listening. It's a, a voluptuous, good looking ass. Yes. Uh, but no, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's like it, it's it's not like we're like we we will go out go out whatever way to like not show him like you know like explicit stuff you know like we keep him away from it and stuff. So like it's all like natural things he sees in in public and stuff and like nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. But I but like but like but like. Rachel was like, "Yeah, basically today he, he's he's like declared his obsession with with boobs." I'm like, "I feel him. I feel I feel I feel that." <laughs> and I, I said, "I said I hope I hope he's he he's ready for how that will never change and only get worse." <laughs> Dude, okay, you know I love the show King of the Hill, and while yes. I was up here working on packing up some of my collection to get ready to move, uh, I'm watching an episode of King of the Hill on Hulu, and like this is a commercial for Hulu. And it was the episode where Peggy, I saw that it was on there. her big ass feet, they, they're getting ready to go bowling. They go to oh, the bowling yeah. alley. She's yes. like embarrassed to tell him her shoe size. And long story short, there's a lady who says, there's a man that you need to go see. He'll make you feel better about your feet. And it's a doctor or he, he's allegedly a doctor. But anyway, it turns out he makes weird foot fetish videos. <laughs> where it's about like she goes there and like has to smash pumpkins and with her feet and stuff and he's trying yeah. to explain to her that she's empowering other women with big feet and you know and blah 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 but in the end she realizes that it's really just porn and that he also actually thinks her feet are ugly and of yeah. course they're ugly and that's why people like them because they hate themselves and they want to see your big ugly feet stomping on stuff Wow. Well, anyway, she's trying to explain it to Bobby. And she's like, well, Bobby, some men like women's bosoms. And some men like women's bottoms. And a very small, small percentage of men like a woman's big feet. And what I'm doing is helping other women with big feet, uh, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, what about the women with the big bosoms? why aren't you helping them? She said, they don't need any help. (laughs) (laughs) That show is so fantastic. Dude, it's really good, man. It's really, really good. I'm surprised at how well it holds up. Because just some of the stuff you would assume because of when it was made, it would be like hyper misogynistic or homophobic. It's just none of those things. You know what I mean? It's just good family yeah. fun. Like and and like that episode, like it's that was really like the beginning of the internet, you know, cuz like that's what they're filming as their feet for an internet website if you remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's just so funny, like how far we think <laughs> that just people are way into way crazier shit. <laughs> oh God. It, it was, it was very good, man. I, uh, I very much enjoy that show, but yeah, that <laughs> I need to go back and watch it. It's I to love the point the now where stuff like, like the weird shit out there. Like it's not, I, I hate to call it weird. I don't, I'm not a kink shamer, but like, but like the, it's gone so far that like people on Twitch go out of their way to not show their feet to like potentially get some kind of like flag, <laughs> like, because they don't, they don't want like, because, because like, 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 especially women, of course, the, like, like, like newbies, these thirsty dudes all there, like all day, like, let me see your feet. Let me see your feet. And they're like, right. like fuck no, you goddamn weirdo. No, thank yeah, you. Right? What's wrong with you? But like, but like, but like to the point where like dudes are like saying like, like they'll get the same messages in their, in their comments and like, or in their, their live feed. And it might be a joke, but like, they're like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's not going to happen. Not ever. So you could just, uh, fuck off with all those comments. Thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, right. Here's the deal, man. I'm not going to lie. I dig feet. Okay. But I'm not super weird but it's i don't know yeah I've, i'm not saying i'm not trying to make i said i'm specifically not trying to kink shame i would say the same thing if they were like the constant saying let me see your tits let me see your tits let me see your tits you know what i mean yeah. like it's let the same ass. oh right yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just for it's, some reason feet just makes it seem even creepier which is funny because it, it shouldn't well, I no, think I'm, here's why if you're comparing that, like how people are obsessed with body parts, you know what here's, I mean? Here's why that is. It's because it seems deviant. And the more deviant yeah. it seems, the creepier it comes off. And so people assume that somebody who's into something like that is a deviant weirdo. Mm. Right? Yeah. And that is why people think it's weirder is because of how less common it is. Yeah. Well, apparently not that less common <laughs> than what Dude, was nice talk. feet, man. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just, yeah, no, 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 teach no, their no. own, I guess. But, uh, yeah. anyhow, <laughs> this, this whole conversation has degenerated into <laughs> basically a bunch of degenerates. So there you there you have it. Bad Full circle, exactly. <laughs> well, guys, I guess ultimately, then we should wrap this up before it takes another turn for the worse, or or say put put a sock on it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, even cute socks, man. Um, having said all that, why don't you go check out T Public and Redbubble, where maybe. You can get some hot, bad motivator socks if you want. See if they are making those yet. <laughs> if they are, send us pictures with <laughs> socks or without socks or everything in between. I'm just Jeez. kidding. <laughs> I'm not really kidding. <laughs> but uh, also check out patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. A lot of neato uh, stuff going on over there. There's something for everyone. And, and... I guess, if you want, you can follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. You can follow other stuff. Just check out the show description below or below or wherever it is. Wherever it is on your pod, podcatcher. I don't, give, I don't give a damn. Uh, <laughs> check out high po- the High Potion podcast with Hoss Burkhart oh, dude, and, yeah. and Steve. Dude, That it's a good show. If you're into video yeah. games, check it out. 
It's really yeah, good. And also it's just it's just cool. They have a great vibe together. And uh um anyway. Anyway. So yeah, I guess that's it. So sweet man. Well, hey. I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators.